He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. I'm proud to welcome Breaking Benjamin frontman Ben Burnley via the Laser Hotline. Today's conversation is brought to you by Time Out Bar and Arcade in downtown Ames, the next level of arcade. Ben, always appreciate you coming on the show. Great to hear from you again. Well, thanks for having me. I'm sorry I'm just a little rushed around, but I'm um, really, really happy to be here. Thank you guys for always supporting us for so freaking long. Man, it's been years, huh? It goes back quite a ways, man. And when I try to count and I lose count, I start to feel really freaking old. So let's not do that. I know. I'm all, I already feel old. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, was just telling my, I was just telling my wife, I was just telling my wife yesterday, I'm like, am I 41 or am I 42? I'm so old, I don't even know, and I don't even care anymore. All I know is that my age starts with a four, and I, it's still not sinking in. It's still not, I'm, I haven't accepted it yet. Welcome to the club, and you are too young for the record to be forgetting your age. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, living live that rock life. That's right, buddy. Breaking Benjamin off to a fast start in 2020, about to embark on a big tour with Corn, which includes a stop into Cedar Rapids in the U.S. Cellular Center on February 15th. And the band are also preparing for the release of a collection of songs you're calling Aurora. And if you don't mind, I'd love to start there. The, uh, the idea to reimagine some of your back catalog in a different style is something you've been talking about for at least the last few years. And for not only you as the author and artist, but for your fans as well, it kind of breathes new life into some of your most beloved songs, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, we have a lot of guests on there, a lot of guest vocalists. So it's definitely going to be something people have absolutely never heard before i mean you're the only one that truly knows where you were at in terms of headspace and what you were writing about when lyrics were penned on the originals regardless of arrangement do your songs ben ever take on a new meaning for you over time or do the inspirations for your songs stay pretty constant um yeah they do i try to people try to always like ask me like what songs are about and i honestly don't know i i just lyrics and the music and stuff like that it it like comes to me it just happens to me. Like, if I knew how to make it happen, I would do it all the time. I would, that's, you know what I mean? Like, I would just, like, okay, now I feel like right now I'm going to write a song and it's going to be about this. And I, I just never have done that. I can't do that. I just write when it happens and then I just let it flow. So at the end of the song, when it's all done, I'll listen to it just like anyone else. And then it'll have meaning. It'll have some meaning to me. And we just released Far Away, and a friend of mine sent me a link to, like, a YouTube thing for it. And I was just scrolling through, because he, he wanted me to read one of the comments. I don't remember what it was. Mm. But I was just scrolling through all the comments, and it was really cool to see how many people took the song in how many different ways. And if I sit there and I tell them, like, what I think it's about, then they're not going to have... That wouldn't happen. And so... You know, it, I, I love that about music. I love that, like, it's one thing to you than it is to someone else or to this guy or that person or whatever. I think that's part, probably one of the coolest things about um, music and writing songs. Absolutely. So following a break, the official return of Breaking Benjamin in 2014 actually began with some acoustic shows, if memory serves. Is that right? Yeah, we always try to throw 
acoustic touring into whatever we're doing, like any time, whether there's an acoustic record out or not, we always try to do acoustic touring. Keeps us really tight as a band because we already are a kind of band. We don't have any computers running. We don't run any tracks. We don't run any click track. We literally play live like everything. So when we go out and we play acoustic tours, like we don't change the riffs or anything like that. We play them exactly how they are electric, but there's nothing to hide behind. There's no effects. There's no nothing to hide behind. We do use technology on stage, but we don't, we don't play to any tape of ourselves. We like everything's live, but we still do use technology. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But, um, so when you play acoustic, there's no technology there. It's just stripped down. You got to make things like really tight, really, really tight. So then when we go back and we play electric, we're much, you know, when I play this riff, I'm like, oh, man, that's so much easier now. (laughs) Hard to play some riffs on an acoustic guitar. (laughs) Sure. It's interesting because I think most people are the opposite, aren't they? When they do something acoustic, they tend to rearrange the entire song, really, don't they? I I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but um, we just like to keep our our show just more energetic. Like, we like that energy. I I can't, I, I don't think I can maybe in a few years because I'm getting up there in the years, but I'm not really comfortable sitting down and, and playing like all relaxed. It just makes me feel weird. It makes me feel awkward. So, sure. um, yeah. And, and I'm not saying that we would never do that. Um, we just haven't yet. That just hasn't been the inspiration of Aurora or our acoustic touring yet. 10 songs in total. And you're certainly not playing favorites when it comes to what album the originals can be found. We are not alone. Phobia, Dear Agony, Dark Before Dawn and Ember are represented in this collection in terms of the reimagined songs. Was it particularly tough process for you, Ben, picking exactly which songs work best for an album like Aurora? Yeah, it was. It took a long time. It took a long time to narrow down which ones that you can't really listen to fans because they'll all of them you know somebody's gonna say this one somebody's gonna say that one someone you know like if you played everything all your fans want to hear you're gonna play everything you ever wrote because somebody's gonna want to hear something so yeah i tried to make this one really what has been most for the most part proven to be successful and then you know like there's no there's no uh diary of jane on it because there's already an acoustic version of Diary Jane at the end of Phobia. Yep. So, stuff like that. The album features several guest vocalists, as you alluded to a bit ago, including Scooter Ward of Cold, who sings on the lead single, and the only new original of the collection, a tune called Far Away. Was that one of yours, or did Scooter have any creative input into the song? That was, Scooter was the last one to um, be able to track before I ran out of time. I tried to get guests on all the songs, but scheduling stuff and i just couldn't pull it together i wanted that to be a a main focus of the record was to have all guests but um but yeah so scooter was the last one the song was already written um i had already written it i sent it to him and i was like dude i think you'll sound so perfect on this and he sang it and he sounds great so yeah no it was already written and he was the last one to um to contribute his vocals. That's an interesting thing you just brought up. Uh, were these people handpicked by you to sing a specific song that you felt fit their style, or did you ask them to contribute before those decisions were made? Well, I mean, I had picked all the songs I wanted on the on the record, and then I would go to each, um, except Lacey. Lacey, I wanted to sing Dear Agony with me. Like, I, I that was my idea, and I reached out to her, and I said, please sing the song with me, and she did. 
Um, but all of the other ones were like me just reaching out to my friends and being like, hey, we're putting an acoustic record together. These are the songs that are on it. Which one, If you want to sing any of them, please do it. And that's pretty much how that went. Oh, that's cool. Breaking Benjamin frontman Ben Burnley has been kind enough to join us today to talk Aurora, which is coming on Friday. And I haven't forgotten the big tour with Corn that is just about to kick off. We're looking forward to having you back within our borders in Iowa, February 15th in Cedar Rapids, Ben. Oh, dude, we love it there, man. We love it there. We can't wait. And Breaking Benjamin just surpassed its 20th anniversary, it should be noted, in 2019. And that's funny, because 1999, think about it, Corn were already a household name in hard rock and metal. I know this is your second time going on tour with them, Ben, but if you would, talk about growing up with Corn and what it means to you to share a stage with them in 2020. Well, this is the um, second time that we've been on tour with Corn, where we are kind of um, playing like a longer show with them. Like even if we're, if Corn ever, we're the kind of we are ridiculous Corn fans. Like from back in the day, it's surreal to me that I am even still to this day able to talk to them. <laughs> uh, so seriously, like they're they're, I looked up to them before I had anything in life, and um, so yeah, it's like a you know it's an idol thing. It's like a meeting your idol thing, and that that just won't ever go away. Fieldy actually was telling me a story a while ago about how, like, because I, I told him that I'm like, man, I was just I can't get over like that I'm hanging out with you, like, because I, I hung I hung out with him quite a bit. I'm like, I just I still can't get over it, you know. And he said that he he felt that way for a little while too with Motley Crue, because that's what they were to him, because that's his time era, you know. Sure. Like Motley Crue to them is what Corn is to me in the time frame of things so yeah you know we all go through it or whatever but um but yeah i've toured with corn quite a bit but i've only done like a i want i want to say equal billing because we'll never be equal to corn like corn's corn man but um but like you know a higher up sort of thing so i've opened for corn and i've toured with corn before on my on like a much lower slot uh many times actually um but yeah so dude it's cool man it's cool to to grow as a band and get closer to them um and it's cool to to have known them for as long as i i've been honored to know them for and just to be a part of it and that they that they had us they asked us to do it you know they're having us with them so and i get to see corn for free every night that's not a bad gig if you can get it yeah for sure yeah not a bad gig one last thing i want to mention here real quick you you mentioned the guest vocalists again scooter ward of cold you've got michael barnes from red you've got spencer from under oath adam from saint Tessonia, and you mentioned Lacey sturm former flyleaf singer in the mix there as well you mentioned you ran out of time uh, in terms of bringing on more guests but i did notice on jason's twitter feed at least one artist it was phil i think from all that remains that said hey guys yeah. have you ever need a screamer let me know <laughs> oh dude i would love to do something with phil phil's awesome phil's a badass well it's good to know that there are people that are uh lobbying for the next guest spot on your next one. Oh, dude i shoot if i had known that he'd be down to do that he'd already be on it i didn't think that'd be something he'd want to do but yeah he's a he's a badass i've always been a fan of all that remains and i met i met him and uh super cool like years and years and years ago and just totally super cool guy and we've been friends ever since so i love that you're not so bad yourself you know that ben oh thank you (laughs) hey man i really appreciate the time i really really do it's always a pleasure to have you on the show and uh, you're welcome back anytime you know that dude 
thank you so much. We really appreciate all your support. We love it there. We're really looking forward to rocking it out. Thanks again, Ben. Have a great day, okay? Thank you. You too, man.